Hey there, I'm Heather Mulder, a former AmLaw 100 partner who, just five years into my legal career, found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. Instead of becoming yet another burnout statistic, I decided to redefine success on my own terms, enabling me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating the challenges of two kids, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I'm now on a mission to help lawyers do just that. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both life and law. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hello, hello. It's Heather Mulder, host of the Life in Law Podcast, and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. So it is the last week of August, and we are on the last of our summer series, y'all. A simple collection of shorter podcast episodes than usual that have specific tools and strategies for you to utilize that will help you lead a more fulfilling, less stressed life. And today we are getting into three specific tools to help calm your mind for stress-free living. So the point of today's tools are to help you combat stress in the moment whenever you feel stressed, whenever something's going on that feels overwhelming and your mind kind of starts racing and you need to slow it down, you need to calm it. Because let's face it, it happens a lot, right, in life and at work and things come up that we can't always control and that feel extra pressured. And so I want to teach you some techniques that you can utilize in the moment that are natural ways to combat stress and then prevent that negative ripple effect that we've talked about before. And I especially wanted to teach you some tools that are natural but are also quick, like super quick, can be done in a couple of minutes because sometimes we just don't have time and we need something that helps bring our emotions down and helps us to think more calmly and be more creative and rational and neutral in the moment. And that can be really hard to do. And I think that a lot of times we don't do things because we think quick won't work. And I'm here to tell you that's not the case. You don't have to go meditate for 20 minutes or even 10 minutes if you don't have the time. There are some techniques that you can utilize that will help, okay? And so today we're going to get into three simple ones. And I'm just going to dive right in. We're just going to go right through them. So the number one technique that I'm going to teach you is called the 487 technique. And this is a meditation technique. That's not like typical meditation. So when most of us think of meditation, we think we have to go to some quiet room and sit down and say um, or at least, you know, focus in on something for a long period of time. And who has time for that? Especially when you're stressed and you're overwhelmed and you're under pressure and you got a lot going on and you're trying to get, you know, meet deadlines. You don't have a lot of time for that, right? And it's really hard to do that at work. And I find especially when we've got you know, interruptions, the phone ringing, all these things, it's really hard to get our brains to focus in on something. And that's the whole point of meditation. So for most meditations, well, pretty much all meditations, you have a focal point. You have something that you want your mind to focus on. And when we're crazy busy, it's really hard to do that, right? Even if we're relatively good at meditating, it's really hard to do that. So this technique is going to help combat extreme mind wandering that we tend to get when we're trying to meditate and we're just not up for it. 
things are too too crazy and our brain's going all over the place. Now, it doesn't mean we don't have a focal point because we do. It's just one that's a little more forced, that's a little bit easier for you to focus in. So this is for you if you feel like meditation isn't your thing. You've tried it before. Your mind wanders too much. I would try this because I think this might work for you a lot better. And even for those of you that do enjoy meditating, this is one of those things to use in the moment of stress when you're at work and you don't have a lot of time and you don't you can't go do, you know, the regular meditation that you would do. So here's how to do it. It's very simple and it's called 487 for a reason. So your focal point is your breath, which is often the case with a meditation, but instead of just breathing, like normal, in and out of your nose, you're still going to breathe in and out of your nose, but you're going to have a rhythm to it. So you're going to breathe in slowly for a count of four. You're going to hold your breath for a count of eight. And then you're going to breathe out super slowly for a count of seven. And then you're going to keep doing that over and over again as long as you can. Now, if you're in the moment and you don't have long, I would say set your timer for three to five minutes at least three minutes and do this. Yes, it you can do a meditation for just three minutes and yes, it can work, okay? So I want you to try this. So let's do it right now. I'm gonna count for you and I want you to remember in for four, hold it for eight, out really slowly for seven, okay? So let's do it now. So in two, three, four, hold two, three, four, Five, six, seven, eight, and out. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. And you just keep doing that for three minutes and that's it. Okay? Now, I recommend when you do this, you do try to turn off electronics or at least sounds to electronics so that they're not bombarding your mind. And then maybe close your eyes or look at something that's soothing to you. Not your computer, (laughs) not your door, maybe out your window, something that you find soothing that you can just focus in on um, if you're going to keep your eyes open. And that's it. Okay, so that was technique number one. Technique number two is the five senses technique. And this is a mindfulness technique that also faces you to then focus in on something else but doesn't have to do with breathing. I find the best way to utilize this is outdoors. That's, I especially love it, but you can be indoors for this as well, okay? And we're going to switch a little, a couple of things up depending on whether you're out or in or where you are, and you'll understand this in a second. But so the five senses technique is identify five things that you see, then four things that you hear, then three things that you smell, then two things that you can touch, And one thing that you can taste, if there is something you can taste, like your coffee or your tea or water even, right? Because water does have taste, by the way. (laughs) And so when you're doing that, you focus in on those things as you identify them. So this will take you a couple of minutes, up to five minutes even, depending on where you are and how long you want to linger. But as you focus in on seeing, hearing, smelling, touching, you want to really focus on what does that, like what am I seeing? What colors or what texture do I see? Like focus in on something before you move on to the next thing. How do I smell? What does that smell like? How do I, you know, what am I hearing? Is it a bird chirping outside? It's a high-pitched bird, you know, chirping sound. Like focus in on something about what you're identifying before you move on. 
And that's it. Now, when I said you can change it around, it kind of depends on where you are. Like smelling, you don't always smell three things. If you're outdoors, you can walk around and you can smell three different things oftentimes. But if you're inside, maybe not. Maybe you move that down the list. Maybe you don't have anything to taste. That's okay. You can leave that one out. Okay? So that's it. Five senses technique. That's going to help center you, focus your your thinking, where your thoughts are, help calm your mind in the moment. And I do especially love this one outdoors if you can't tell. I highly recommend it. It's really great when you're on a walk. I often, when the weather is nicer, it's August, I'm not doing my daily walks right now, but when the weather starts cooling down, hopefully soon, who knows here in Dallas, but hopefully soon, I will be doing my morning walks again, and I like to utilize this technique then. But also, on incredibly stressful days or at incredibly stressful times, sometimes I just take five minutes to go outside and walk in my backyard and do it. I find it easier outside. So you might want to try that. And even if you're in an office, you can go downstairs and just walk around the building. Or if it's hot outside, maybe walk around the offices, right? You could do this then. So give it a try. All right. So those are the two tools. So far, let's get to tool number three. Tool number three is a little bit interesting. You're going to probably think I'm crazy, but it really does, I find, work. It helps to work to break up whatever thought processes you're going on and just kind of it provides a disruption to it so that you can then refocus and move on, okay? So (laughs) I don't have a specific name for this one, but it's get out your phone and maybe put it on Spotify or Apple Tunes or whatever you listen to music to on your phone and randomly have it pick a song from your your playlist just random do not pick it yourself it's important to be incredibly random and then when you listen to it move your body to the music however you feel doing it you know if it's a slow song you might sway if it's a fast song you might jump or dance or whatever craziness you know you want to do now obviously you're probably not going to do this at work Maybe you will, you could maybe go to your car and do it a little bit or, you know, wait till you get home or maybe this works for you at home. And I know it feels a little crazy when you do it at first, but it is a great disruptor to all of the stress and the buildup of the pressure that we often feel throughout our days. So I find this especially helpful towards the end of a day when it's been an incredibly busy and high-pressure-filled day. It helps me to kind of break up and get away from it. And I do like to pair it sometimes with one of these other techniques or some of the other techniques that I previously taught you. And that's it. Those are my three tools. Now, so for more tools and more kind of why you'll want to use this, if you have not listened to episodes number two and 19, I highly encourage you to go there. Episode two, I've talked about a couple of times, I think recently, it goes into lawyer stress and why we feel so stressed and how the brain works and how the lawyer-trained brain can really hijack you. And it's really important to understand that, I think, in order to properly utilize some of these tools. So do go back and listen to that if you haven't already. And then episode number 19 is about lawyer burnout, burnout in general, the sources of it, the symptoms of it, and what the solutions really are. So if that's you or you think you might be kind of on that path towards burnout, I highly recommend you go listen to that because everything I talk about in there also talks about prevention, okay? 
the things that solve it are also preventative measures that you can catch yourself in before you go fully down that road. So I highly recommend both of those episodes. Also, if you don't already have my resource 5-Minute Stress Solutions, you need to get it. There will be a link in the show notes for you for that. That has eight additional exercises and strategies that you can start utilize to help build a confident, healthy mindset that's more resilient to stress, that helps you calm down, not just in the moment, but stay calmer in general, bounce back from stress, and manage your stress levels better, but also prevent it in the long term. So go get that if you haven't either. Okay. As I said earlier, this is the last of our summer series. We will return to more normal episodes next week. And that basically just means they're not going to be quite as short. We're going to get a little more deep into the concepts and not just talk about tools. Of course, I always have tools or pretty much almost always have tools. Those will be there too, but we're going to go more in depth. This month was all about really meeting you where you are in the month of August because I find it's crazy busy as we are getting ready for the fall, wrapping up our summer vacations, trying to get the kids back to school, etc. So if you haven't gone and listened to all of them, I do highly recommend it because they're all pretty short. Most of them are under 15 minutes and they really get into very specific tools for you to utilize to live a more fulfilling and fun life. Okay. I hope you enjoyed it. That is it for today. I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Life and Law Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode and aren't yet a subscriber, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. For show notes and free resources to help you succeed in both life and law, including the Life and Law Roadmap, visit lifeandlawpodcast.com.